Peep Shop Podcast, episode 104. 104 or 104? 104. I think 104. Maybe we we should do it 104 and come up for stuff like for the new numbers again. Okay. 104. Deshaun Watson. Mm. Um, I'm going to go with... What was his name? Oh, he played for the Braves. Uh, Pete, not I want to say Pete Rose, but he's not Pete Rose. Ryan Domit. Huh? He was number. Ryan Domit was number yeah, four. Yeah, not who I'm thinking about. I, that name will come to me. Uh, <laughs> Pete Orr. Pete Orr. Yes. Pete Orr. Man, he was fucking fast. Y'all remember Pete Orr? No, I do not. You don't remember Pete Orr? <laughs> Pete Orr could run, bro. Pete Orr could run. Um, all right, episode 104, we've got some picks. We're back with the picks after the bye week last week. Um, we'll touch on baseball and basketball at the end. We just need to go ahead and get these done, though. I'm just itching to talk football. So let's get into it. We've got week seven, week eight of college football, week seven of the NFL. That is crazy. We are that much into the season already. Um, it starts off – Another great weekend in college football in terms of ranked matchups. We start off with Syracuse, the Cuse, at Clemson in an undefeated versus undefeated matchup in the ACC, which nobody saw coming. It's Clemson at 13 and a half, over under at 49 and a half. Jake, you start us off. I'm glad you came to me because I think I would have ever thought this if I waited too long. Um, I'm going to rock with the points here. Give me Syracuse. Give me the orange. There's something brewing up in, up in Cuse, baby. It's, it typically seen, you know, Syracuse is always basketball school. Well, maybe the tide is turning because Syracuse basketball hasn't been great in the last few years. So maybe it's just time for, you know, the football team to look good. And I'll say this with Clemson. Clemson's looked good the last few weeks. I think this is their I – I don't want to say it, it's not necessarily a trap game because, you know, Syracuse is ranked. But it might just be in the back of Clemson players, you know, heads and be like, oh, it's Syracuse. So they might be good. They ain't played nobody. And yeah. I think Syracuse got a little bit of a squad. So I think they're able to cover two touchdowns. Um, and I'm, I'm also going to go under 49 and a half because I think if this game goes to complete plan for Syracuse for them to cover for them to possibly win, I think uh, DJ Ugluck is going to have to, you know, not have a great game. You know, if he's if, – that's the thing about Clemson this year. If DJ's on – you know, you're in trouble because, you know, they don't have – I remember we talked about this a long, a long time ago when we were doing the previews, but the differences between the players on each on Clemson now versus a few years ago when they had Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne and all those guys, it, it is still, you know, definitely a drop-off. But there's still really good players over there. I don't even remember where I was going with this point. But um, Syracuse. Syracuse and Thunder. Caleb? Uh, what is over under in this game? Forty nine and a half. <sighs> um, I'm gonna go under and because of that. I'm gonna go Syracuse too, guys. I just don't think like Clemson's gonna be able to just handle them that well. Um, don't really know much about the Big Orange. I remember watching a very electric game like Week One they had like at home. They end up pulling it mm-hmm. out. I don't know. They've been kind of rolling ever since. Um, and you know, Ungle is a little bit better. But they've getting Syracuse is getting good quarterback play as well uh, out of Schrader, and uh, just could go in there and see what's going on, man. I mean, I know Clemson's defense is nuts, 
Uh, however, I just feel like Syracuse has got literally nothing to lose, and they got to go in there and at least give some kind of a decent show. And so I'm going to go with Syracuse plus the points. Don't think they get the dub, but I'm going to get the points. I'm on the same wave. I'm on Syracuse as well. We're all three on Syracuse. Oh, let's go. But I am on the over. I am on the over because I think uh, we've seen a lot out of Clemson's offense this year. Show us that they can put up points, and and Syracuse can run the ball. You guys, have you guys seen their running back on Twitter? The guy that posts like his, his uh, how yeah, he he's did, how he performed after every game. Um, he's gonna have a great tweet. You know, they might not say he won, but he'll say they covered a 13 and a half and they went over, um, which is what Garrison Cookman of Deep Shot Sports wanted him to do. So I'm going Syracuse just because I think they're good enough. To, I, you don't get the six and zero, you know, being shitty. You know, you've got to be good enough. Clemson's, I think Clemson's good. Do I think Clemson's at that stratosphere of being a top four team? I don't know, but um, I, I like Syracuse here. They're, I've watched them a few times. They're very good defensively, um, so they'll keep it within thirteen, no doubt about it. So here we go: UCLA at Oregon, game day. Oregon minus six, over under at 69 and a half. Yeah, that's going to be an early start for the game day crew, buddy. I mean, Pat McAfee probably that, that early in years. Yeah, it is. Um, it's going to be electric. 3.30 games, so like a 12.30 start out there in Eugene. Um, UCLA undefeated. Oregon with one loss. has It's won every game since they played Georgia. Um, I'm going with the Bruins here. I think the Bruins are, you know, I, I'm pretty sure they were my surprise Pac-12 team that really are surprising folks. Chip Kelly's got it going. Revenge game for Chip Kelly here um, against his old squad. I love UCLA. I think UCLA wins this game. Mm. Uh, I, so I love them plus six. The over under is a little tricky, but UCLA scores a lot of points. And in a you, in a Pac-12 matchup like that, you just got to assume there's going to be points. So it's a high over, but I'm also going over. Um, so I'm going UCLA plus six and the over 69 and a half. I think UCLA wins this game. I'm uh, also going to be on UCLA plus six. And for Chip Kelly, I think Chip Kelly's finally got himself a good squad. I've played against UCLA a few times this year. I have. I have. Hand up. I did it. But I think I've learned from my lesson at this point, and I think UCLA's actually got a squat, and I think that they're going to be able to, you know, at least keep it within six points. But, Garrison, I'm with you. I think they win this game. I think they win this game. Blow dicks. Ain't got it. Ain't, ain't got it. So, um, ooh, okay. Um, so, yeah, give me UCLA. But I'm, uh, I'm going to go with the under. I think 69.5 is uh, – I mean, that's a really high number. That's really high, and I'm, I'm going to go with the under. Um. I'm actually going to go against the grain here. I'm going with Oregon. I think like that week one showing against UJ, they were just not prepared for that. And since then, they've been able to run it up on everybody. I think they're going to um, be able to, you know, UCLA's got a chance here, right? But I think, honestly, I'm pulling for Oregon, so we don't have to have the conversation in a couple of weeks about, well, there's an undefeated Pac-12 team. So going Oregon, going the over as well. I know it's a lot of points, but these, both of these teams score 40. The Hawks are about to get started, baby. Oh, man. Um, Ole Miss at LSU. LSU is a two-point favorite over under 68. Ole Miss is undefeated, number seven team in the country. Yeah, what the fuck? On the road. Makes the zero sense. Smells like a rat, though. Makes zero sense. And I think for that reason, for that dirty, dirty reason, I'm taking LSU minus two here. I don't want – I want everybody to know – I don't want LSU to win this game. 
I really don't. I really would love to see Ole Miss keep the undefeated streak alive. I remember last season um, on Deep Shot, I was saying how Ole Miss was going to run that table, go 11-1. They fell up a little short. Uh, but I really would love to see Ole Miss get undefeated, go undefeated into that Bama game. Um, and we have to watch that electric atmosphere of uh, in the Grove. Uh, but I, I, but it, it, the line's just t- talking to me, you know. And when the line talks, you listen. So I'm going with LSU minus two. I hope I'm wrong. Over 68. I'm loving the overs this weekend. Um, the the weather's starting to chill down. Defenses are starting to get a little, you know, stiff, stiffened up a little bit. Uh, so I'm going with the over. Ole Miss or LSU uh, in the over, but I hope Ole Miss wins. Yeah, you're damn right about it being cold, bro. I mean, it's cold as shit. It is so mm-hmm. cold. Like this morning, dude, I went outside. It is. I can't even imagine what it feels like in Atlanta. To be completely honest with you, and that, that just must suck. Anyway, woke up. Um, Georgia was 33 this morning. Shoot, it was 47. Shoot. It was 47, and I was like chitter chatting outside. Right up, know, not having a good time. No. Um. I think you make good points, dude, because I, I Caleb said it sounds like a rat. It might be a rat. There's a line that reminds me – there's an NFL line this week that reminds me a lot of this game. Um, but I think Ole Miss keeps it going. I think Ole Miss keeps it going. I think they're a good team. I think they haven't really gotten the respect that they deserve. They've had some tight ones, sure. But, you know, they're undefeated for a reason. There's three teams undefeated in the SEC right now, Georgia, Tennessee, and Ole Miss. And that and, – there's a re- you can only play your schedule, right? They're number seven team in the country. I just think that they're better than LSU. LSU's better than they were to start the season, sure. I mean, that's a good point. But is this one this one's in LSU? Mm-hmm. Okay. What time's kickoff? Three thirty. Three thirty. Okay. Y'all remember a couple weeks ago when Tennessee came to LSU um, for a day kickoff and then absolutely beat the fuck out of them in Death Valley? Y'all remember mm-hmm. that? Well, why, what is, what's all this respect? What's all this respect for LSU coming from? Like, you know, garner it, earn it. You know, I just haven't really done anything to like make me want to take them minus points against a top ten team. No, give me all this. Read me off the over under one more time. Seventy. Sixty eight. Sixty eight. I would take the over. I thought I was at seventy. And I was going to take the over there. I'll take the over sixty eight. Smells like a rat, man. I'm just saying this. This line really makes me nervous because I feel like Vegas is up to something. Uh, apparently, the money is about split down the middle, though. So I guess this thing can go either way. Anytime I see like big money one way or the other, I like to go against. Um, but I'm going to take all. Max. Max. Who's that? Who's Max? You can hear me. I like didn't mute. Who's you Max? We need hear, to Max. So Max is my dog. Now, y'all, y'all could hear me? I thought I muted myself. My bad. <laughs> no Max any other way. Max is the rap. Yeah, facts. Maybe he is. All right, I'm taking Ole Miss. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, know it's, I know it's plus two. These, these just come on, man. I mean, something's up here. You know, something's going on. Something's brewing. What's the deal? I know it's in Baton Rouge. Uh, by the way, brushed into some LSU fans last week. They're nasty. I don't like them anymore. I'm not I'm not taking LSU. Uh, give me Ole Miss. I hope they go in there and stomp their necks out. Jaden Daniels will have a day, though, so this game's going to go over. Ole Miss guarantees score 50. Louisiana is just kind of gross. Yeah. Like, I, just don't, I just don't know about Louisiana. I don't know. Livy's um, from Louisiana. But outside <laughs> of that. 
Uh, Mississippi State at Bama. Bama minus 21 over under 60 and a half. Uh, dude, Bama's got to blow them out, right? I mean, it just has to happen. There's no way it shouldn't happen, and I'm not going to bet against them. Bama. Bama minus 21 over under over. It's going way over. Way over. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be like in 90s. No, what? 90s? 90s. Alternate line, 80 over 85. <laughs> hey, I mean, you're on your nuts if you don't put that in. Throw <laughs> 10 bucks on the garrison. I want you to. You got to. Put your money where your mouth I mean, is. If, I, I if they'll let me, I'll do it. All right. All right. That's got to be like pretty good odds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, this is a tough one. Caleb, you want to go? Uh. War Rogers is better than Bryce Young right now in terms of how he's playing. Uh, I'm taking Mississippi State plus the points. Alabama, you can say what they want. Like they're they're a good team. Uh, they are also undisciplined as hell. They cannot protect, and Mississippi State uh, can throw the ball with them like anybody else. Um, Alabama, to me, seems like they play the best when they're crazy. They play the best when they get behind. That way, Bryce Young can throw them out of trouble. Um, I think they're going to try and be consistent, try and run the ball, establish it, keep away from Mississippi State. And uh, with that in mind, I just feel like that they're going to be able to sneak in a cover right here. So give me Mississippi State plus the points. And uh, over under 60, yeah, over, buddy. You kidding me? Kidding me. I feel really good about having 21 points to play with and over under 60 in this game. That's a really good point. That's an incredibly good point, Caleb. That's a lot of points for a neighbor 60. Yeah, I'm telling you. All right, I'm going to go Mississippi State. You want me – literally, I was going to go Bama, but that is true. I think this game goes over. Then, like, how is it going to be, you know, without 21 points? You know, yeah. If if it goes for Bama's got to score 50 in order to cover, and that's not going to, like – Give me State. Give me the over. I like it. All righty, locks of the week. I will start it off. Did you guys know? Can you guys guess who is the only team in the country undefeated against the spread? The Atlanta Falcons. Not in the the NFL. (laughs) Tulane. The Kansas Jayhawks. No, they are. Six, oh, and one against the spread. Plus eight against Baylor. Baylor's three and three. Dude, Kansas, whether they have Jaden Daniels or starter or whoever the, f- the hell that backup is, that looks just as good. Kansas got some fight in them, dude. I am not picking against Jayhawks. I haven't done it all year anytime we've talked about them. I'm not going to do it now. 6-0-1, oh, just like I'm betting the Falcons, I'm betting the team that shows up on game day. Good teams win, great teams cover. Kansas going for bowl eligibility here. Big game for them. In Waco, I'd hate Baylor. I love Kansas. Kansas plus eight, lot of the week. Let that pig. Go Jayhawks. Go Jayhawks. Um, for my lock, um, okay, so this team, I'm going to name I'm going I'm to paint the picture of the team. You tell me who you think it is, all right? They started 5-0. and They beat an SEC team on the road, all right? Big game last week, get beat big, come, come down game this week. Not far State. They've lost three straight. They beat okay. Penn State. 
Penn State. Bang, there it is. Hey. Yes. My lock of the week, I got Penn State minus four at home against Minnesota. Listen, let's rerun the clocks just last week mm-hmm. when we're in Ann Arbor, Michigan. All right? It didn't look good. It didn't get look good. Let, let's let's be uh, honest with ourselves. It was forty one seventeen. It started a little closer, but I mean, this as the game went on, I mean, there was just no way that it was that it was going to happen. I mean, listen, with four minutes left in the second half, it was fourteen thirteen. Penn State. They lost the game by quick maths twenty four. Yeah, I mean that's tough. Um, but I think that they have an opportunity this week against a Minnesota team that's down. Like if you look, I just pulled up their schedule last week. Uh, they lose to Illinois the week before that. They lose to Purdue. Uh, they're they're on, they're on a skid, and I think this is a perfect opportunity for Penn State to get back home, get it rocking, and get back. And I think they win this game by at least a touchdown. Penn State. Mm. All right, so I've got two locks this week actually because I got to do some get back in uh, college football. I got two locks. Uh oh, shit! Double okay. lock, double lock. Yeah, we're locking them up. All right, first lock. For me, I'm going with uh, where's this game at? I just saw it. TCU minus three and a half. TCU's good, man. They're really good. Yeah, I think good. they're going to show up against Kansas State. Keep the train rolling. Go into the Big Twelve Championship. Maybe undefeated. We'll be talking some playoff talk here soon. TCU minus three and a half. That's my first lock. Okay, my second lock is actually an over under. I'm going Iowa Ohio State under. I think I was undefeated against the like covering the spread like under over under. They went under every game this year. Um, they're stinky. However, they run the ball, play keep away. I just don't see Ohio State being able to score like even if they score forty two. I was not going to score seven points. I don't think. I really don't think they're going to score seven points. I mean, you look at their schedule this year. They lost to Illinois last week nine to six. <laughs> they beat Dakota State week one, seven to three without scoring a touchdown. That's two safeties in a field. Uh, lost to Iowa State 10-7. I mean, I just feel really good about it. I know they put 14 on Michigan, but um, I'm just thinking it's a really good defense. And if you're putting up seven points without a touchdown against the freaking Jackrabbits, I think you're going to go under on most of your games. Amen. Amen. That is crazy. It's only at 49 with Ohio State. Um, all right. I love it. I love it. Uh, deep shots. Of the- it's horrible, by the way. That's got to be like just a sour taste in your mouth. Losing nine to six. <laughs> um, the, all right. Deep shots of the week. This is not my deep shot, but since you were talking about it, I was just looking at the money line for the Iowa Hawkeyes on Saturday. Uh, can anybody guess with the money line plus, for the Iowa Hawkeyes? Plus 1,300. It's gonna be like six thousand, dude. It's gonna be way up plus there. Plus eighteen hundred. Plus eighteen hundred. The money line for the uh, Ohio State Buckeyes minus seven thousand. Mm, put it seven up. Seven thousand dollars. Win hundred. Three hundred bucks, dude. Three hundred bucks. Amen. Um, all right. With that said, my deep shot of the week is going to my boy JT Daniels in West Virginia. Mm. They are plus two hundred five against Texas Tech. Um, I know West Virginia has not looked their best, but JT will show up in a 3 o'clock game in Lubbock. He's got to love the atmosphere. I'm doing it out of respect. They're, they're averaging five more points than uh, Texas Tech. If you look at the stats, they're honestly very even team, so a six-and-a-half point spread. Um, seems like a little too much to me. I think the home field advantage gives them a little bit of those points, but I love West Virginia and JT Daniels to pull off a big win. You know, People are going to be talking about this game, you know, it, for like two minutes after it happens. <laughs> Everybody taking UT Martin over Tennessee? I mean, 
No, absolutely not. Um, for my pick, this is a cheeky one. This is a cheeky money line, but I like it for some reason. I don't really know why it's talking to me like it is, but UNLV at Notre Dame Uh-oh. plus <laughs> one thousand five hundred and fifty on the money line. I don't understand why this is talking to me. Maybe it's just we're talking gambling. I'm looking at Las Vegas. <laughs> Notre Dame, let's be honest with ourselves, they haven't looked great this year. Yes, did UNLV get beat by Air Force 42-7 to last week? Yeah, that happened. <laughs> did, they get, did they get beat by San Jose State 40-7 to the week before that? Yes, it happened, okay? It happened. <laughs> it did it happen. <laughs> it did it happen. But on Saturday, they're going to take down Notre Dame. Book it. Hmm. 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 But man, they were good three weeks before close that. The, close man. the book. Beat UNL, beat New Mexico by eleven. Beat Utah State by ten. Beat North Texas by thirty-one. I mean, Air they Force is good. Air Force is good. San Jose State's actually really good too. So Notre Dame, not good. Notre Dame, not good. Really? I don't know. I think San Jose State and Notre Dame would be a pretty decent matchup. <laughs> I'm not even Maybe joking. The Maybe the bowl game. Yeah, and I really think it would be. All right, Caleb. Hawks are down six to four. By the way, season's on the underway. Mm. Um, I really don't like none of these lines with the deep shot. I'll be honest. Um, well, what the hell? Let's just pick one. Let's go with Duke. Duke plus. Uh, let's see what they are. <laughs> Duke, Duke playing Miami this week. The uh, the money line is plus two seventy. They're in the Miami. It's a noon kickoff, man. That's scary. Is it cold down there? I mean, what's it? What's the reporting on that, Jake? It's gonna be cold in, this week down there in Miami. Yeah, I don't think so. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. It's cold. Not. It's cold from like it's it was cold at five thirty this morning, like five thirty to and then this afternoon. I mean, it felt fun. A little chilly, but. Game time weather saying it's gonna be seventy nine degrees. I mean, I feel good about that. I just want to make sure it wasn't roasting down there. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'm going to go with Duke, plus 270 on the money line over Miami. I mean, Miami's been putting up stinkers all year long. Uh, Duke made me some money like two weeks ago, so why not? Let's roll, let's let the train roll a little bit. All right. That's the college football slate. Let's head to Sunday in the NFL. We're not doing a Thursday night pick. I'm tired of picking Thursday games. I always Fuck Thursday games. Yeah, um, I'm with it. it this week, though? Saints, Cardinals. Woo! Why is it? Why is it impossible? At least it's not Broncos again. I mean, true, true. But I just, you know, you know that the Bears play on Monday Night Football this week. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, the Pats, buddy. What do you mean? We're watching uh, Bailey Zappi getting after it, zapping the. What? I just, I don't understand the NFL. Like when they're like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna give them Bears Patriots." Like they're gonna. <laughs> yeah, we give them that. the Bears on Thursday night. Then the next week, we're giving them the Bears on Monday night. Uh, the freaking night game's not great either for Sunday night. Steelers Dolphins. I mean, Chiefs 49ers is a 425 game. Um, all right. Yeah, I just don't get it. I just don't. They could. Uh, the scheduling is just insane. Put the Falcons on prime time. Jeez. I mean, um, all right. They might be the best one this week. Like, if you're looking at the slate. Yeah. Well, why don't so they talk about they it? They just need to start flexing every single week like you know you're playing but like the start time is decided like a week or two beforehand yeah yeah, yeah. 
Um, Falcons at Bengals. Bengals minus six, over under 47 and a half. The Falcons, six and oh. Yeah, what are we doing here? Okay, this what are the Bengals? The Bengals this, this line is fucked. In its first fall, it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful to the Atlanta Falcons, who have won three of their last four games. All right? And the Bengals, who seem to be struggling, they seem to be struggling. They seem to trying to be find their way. Uh, it, you know, I'm just saying the Falcons didn't have to come from behind last week. The Bengals did. Um, give me the Falcons plus six. We're going to keep it rolling. The over 47 and a half. Give me the over. Um, there's definitely going to be points in this game. Uh, Jamar Chase, you know, we're, we're a little weak in the secondary. The Falcons are, so Jamar Chase, he's probably going to have a good day. Uh, but we're still going to be able to run the football. We'll still get after the quarterback. We'll, we'll, we'll do enough. You know, the Falcons are covering. They're going to win. They're going to win. So give me the Falcons in the over. Yeah, I mean, why, why would I pick against the Falcons at this point? They've gotten us this far. And when I tried the whole, like, reverse logic, pick against them so they beat the, uh, beat the Buccaneers, that clearly didn't work. Um, so give me, give, me the Fal- give me the Falcons plus six points. Maybe I sprinkled the money line. Maybe I do. Um, and I'm also going to go with that 47.5 too because, like you say, Casey Hayward's out for the season. Um, we saw AJ Terrell and Isaiah Oliver get hurt uh, a few times in the last game. Isaiah Oliver just came back from the R. Um, that secondary's got some holes, and there ain't no doubt about it right now. It's probably the weakest part of our team uh, just because of those injuries. So, for the reason, I'll take the over, but I'll add the Falcon plus six. Um, Don't do it, Caleb. Don't do it. Come on. Mm. Rascal. Mm. I'm going Falcons. I'm going Falcons. Yeah. These, are, these are cover machines, man. I can't bet against these cats. Um, I think since he's better, however, you guys talking about the secondary being banged up. Yeah, that's cool and all. But T. Higgins and Jamar Chase and Hayden Hurst are all on the uh, uh, injured reserve. Or not injured reserve. They're on the injury list. So. I was say, oh, my God. Yeah, dear God, they would be freaking plus a million if that was the case. Uh, no, they're all a little banged up. Uh, regardless, I think the Falcons just play really good football, man, and they always overperform. I'm going to take whatever points Vegas is going to give them when it comes to Falcons because I think this team might have a chance to win this division. We'll see. If the rest would have fucked us in Tampa Bay, then we would We're be in first in the division right now. They don't want to see us winning. And uh, what's over 47 and a half? Let's see. Let's, uh... <sighs> over. Nice. All right. The Giants at the Jags. The Jags are minus three. Makes zero sense. Over under at 42. The Jags are stumbling. The Giants are literally in like. It smells like a rising as far up as you can go. They're five and one. And the Jags are two and four, three and three. Two and um, three. They're not. Two and two and three. They, okay. They got a buy. They've had a buy. Two and four. Two and four. Two and four. Two, two and four. four. Uh, the Jags are minus three. It makes zero sense. Zero. Mm. I don't know where the money is. I don't even want to look. Give me the Giants plus three in Jacksonville. Jake, you're gonna be there. I'll be there. Giants plus three. They just seem like a better team, and the Jags seem to have been stumbling. And you know, it, it it seems like maybe this is a you know 
I don't know. It makes zero sense to me. Uh, over 42, though. Over 42. Saquon has a day. Listen, here's the, here's the thing with the Jags. So, two weeks ago, they lose. Trevor looks awful. Last week, Trevor honestly probably played one of his better games of his career, to be completely honest. He was like, through one incomplete pass or something crazy. Um, threw for a pretty good amount of yards, scored three touchdowns. Only one was passing, but he made good decisions with the ball, which is really all I want Trevor to do. Um, so, I think this might be a step in the right direction for the Jags offense. So uh, I think this minus three might be fishy. It doesn't really make a lot of sense to the naked eye, but I think it might mean something. The Jags defense has already shown that it's really good. And listen, I think the Giants are solid, but I mean, have they really played anyone? Like how, what is, is their schedule really that difficult? They've, they've beaten Baltimore, beat Green Bay. We're in the game against Dallas. I don't think Green Bay is all that, truly. I, I really don't. Baltimore is um, like two points away. Like yeah, but away. Baltimore blows the game in the fourth quarter against everybody. So, I mean, yeah, you're right. Those are – okay, sure. Those are two above-average wins. But, I mean, like, they're kind of – like I don't know. I'm going to take the Jags minus three because they're my boys, and I'm going to rock with them. Uh, and I'm going to take the under 42. I think this one stays low. I think this one's ugly. I'm going Jags as well. Uh, I feel like the reason why I'm going to do this is because, like, New York is not great. Um, they've been able to play really good in some decent games, and Daniel Jones has played solid. However, I don't think he's going to play good against Trayvon Walker and Josh Allen. I just don't see it. And uh, this the, the Jags are really stingy against the run, and Saquon's got the most, like, yards from scrimmage. I think they're going to make sure he don't do a damn thing. And I think he's a little banged up as well. So uh, give me the Jags minus three. Smells like a rat. Maybe it is a rat. Whatever. We're going to go Jags minus three. And uh, New York scoring 20 points a game. Let's go uh, Let's go over on this right here. All right. Packers at Commanders. The Packers are minus five. Over-unders at 41. Carson Wentz is out. The Commanders yeah. signed Jake Fromm this week. Shut up. They don't. Uh, they did. They did. They signed Jake Fromm. Uh so he might play, probably not, but he might. Um, they haven't announced between Taylor Heineke and Sam Howell. And with that said, the Packers got to have a get right game. I mean, they got to, and this seems like the perfect scenario to do it against a team that is, is not good. Um, and the Packers, the Packers got to be five points better than Commanders because if they're not, then then I'm probably not betting on the Packers the rest of the year um so packers minus five over under 41 will go under i just think commanders are going to struggle to score i mean obviously if nobody's better than carson Wentz, there's there was a problem already um and so you know they're probably not going to do much so give me the packers minus five and the under 41 is this a raw john you said hmm? is this a raw john raw john maryland yes okay cool um, I'm, I like the Commanders, and I like the Commanders to win this game outright. I think the Packers are reeling. I think they're reeling. I think this is the perfect opportunity. This is a Taylor Heineke game. Every time in the NFL that we've seen Taylor Heineke, he's been fucking electric. All right, they're not gonna go to um, what's name you just said. They're, they're not gonna get North Carolina boy. It's gonna be Taylor Heineke, and he's gonna ball out. I think the Packers just don't. They don't have skill guys, and they're skilled. The best players on their offense are their running backs, and they just 
They just don't want to run the ball. They don't run the ball. They like the last three weeks they're running the ball for like four yards a carry, and then the third quarter when it gets to be close, they just stop and they're just they're shotgun passes every single play. I like Washington. Give me Washington. Give me the over. No, give me the under. The undie. I've been low a lot today. I've been taking a lot of unders. Well, you know, I was just listening to Colin Cowherd while I was on the John before I got on here talking about like pulling up the stats about how this this year has got like almost a touchdown less per game scored across the league. So I'm really feeling the unders as well. Uh, that being said, I think this is a Green Bay game for them to take a dub just because the Washington secondary is really bad. They're really bad against the pass. Um, I think Alan Lazard has a day. I think Aaron Rodgers has a day. They're able to protect a little bit. Better get the ball out quicker. Them big uglies up front for Washington are going to be able to get after a little bit. Um, regardless, uh, Dan Snyder, you know, really adding some distractions to what's going on in the building. You know, he's really got the morale very low over there. Um, or high, I guess people may, may want him out. But regardless, um, going uh, Green Bay right here. Uh, not that many points to take under with these dudes. And uh, it's got to go over. 41 and a half, give me a break. I mean, this that's embarrassing. Mm. Chiefs at the Niners. Chiefs are minus three over under at 48 and a half. It's another one that, like, we just saw the 49ers, you know, get absolutely mollywopped. And they have not looked great, honestly, since Jimmy G has took over. Um, and they're only three-point dogs at home um, against the Kansas City Chiefs who are coming off a loss to the Buffalo Bills. I don't see the Kansas City Chiefs losing two games in a row. I just don't see it happening. Um the Chiefs are going to win this game. I think they win it by 10 to, 10 to 14 points. Um, they're going in. They're going to be hungry. They're just a way better team, if you ask me at this point. Um, I'm going to go under 48 and a half. Don't think the Niners are scoring much. The Chiefs are very good defensively. Shout out Tony Romo calling the perfect uh, the, the perfect score to that game um, last week. Um, but I, I just – no, no way the Chiefs are losing back-to-back games and no way it's going to be to the 49ers. The fix was it did. That is a little fishy. He's just like dead on. I mean, he, I guess he's watched a lot of football in his day, you know. He does. I mean, he's good at predicting things. I guess maybe. I mean, people talk about him calling the plays and stuff. I'm just saying, maybe he's in a, maybe he's in Goodell's ear a little bit. Yeah, maybe. maybe. A little bit. Um, maybe. but yeah, dude, I was thinking there for a little bit. Um, you know, like last week during when the Falcons, I mean, when the Falcons beat the Niners, I was just like, you know. Dang, whoever plays the Niners next week is probably going to get a, you know, probably going to get, you know, slammed. Like they're 49ers, you love the 49ers. And then they're like, they got the Chiefs. Well, I just think I can so see the Niners losing two in a row. I can't see the Chiefs losing two in a row, just like Garrison said. So give me them and remind me they've run under real quick. 48 and a half. 48 and a half. Mm. Take the over. Hmm. Mm. Mm. I'm gonna take the under actually. Mm. Mm. You sure? I mean. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Mm. Well, mm. I really injury report right here. So it's mm. Mm. Chiefs cannot lose two, three straight, whatever. I bet you put Mahomes never does that in his career. Here we go. Chiefs, minus points, whatever money line is, take it's free money. Um, over under, though, the Niners' defense is pretty daggum solid, but 
don't know. I feel like Mahomes does the thing. Let's uh, let's see. Let's go under. Let's go under. Sunday night football. Let's go under. Let's go over. 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 I'm for real. This time. No lie. No cap. Uh, okay. Sunday night football. The Steelers at the Dolphins. Dolphins are minus three. Over under is 45. Don't know if Kenny Pickett. I don't know if he's playing. Probably not. I think he's in concussion protocol. Um, don't the Dolphins. The Dolphins have. You're right. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the Dolphins have lost three straight. They got to get. They got to get back right. Uh, Tua could be playing this week. They haven't ruled him out. Half a brain. Which is just I mean. awesome. Which it's just awesome. Yeah, Honestly, I wonder if it's yeah, maybe. Uh, Dolphins at home, they get it done. I don't know when's the last time we've seen a Sunday night football game in Miami. That that seems like it never happens. Uh, and primetime unders are just hitting, so I'm not going against them. Under 45. These teams suck, too, right now anyway, so there's literally no reason to take an over. Yeah, I love, I'm all over that under. I'm all over that under. Um, but, yeah, dude, have y'all, have y'all seen the uh, – have y'all seen the Dolphins uniforms they're wearing on Sunday? Mm. They're they're wearing the throwbacks. They're wearing their honoring the perfect season and was it seventy two? Um, so they're not losing in those threads. I mean, they're gonna they, those are some of the best jerseys in football. So yeah, give me give me the Dolphins and I like uh, I like that under as well. I think Zappy's able to do some things, but not all the things. I'll take the under. Zappy? Yeah. Wait a minute. What? Come on. Who does Zappy plays for the Patriots? Did I say Zappy? Yes. And then we said Zappy, and you were like, yeah. <laughs> Are they serving in Jacksonville, buddy? I don't know. Jeez. They're playing the, the Steelers. So, I don't know. Yeah, so give me the under. I mean, Mitch Trubisky's not very good either. Is Trubisky, like, he's going to be the guy. I don't know. I misspoke. I misspoke. I'm sorry. What just happened? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, that's good. Um, Miami by a million. Uh, Taylor. Uh, Jesus, I'm so thrown off. Miami by a million. Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill are literally combining for like 300 yards a game by themselves at this point. I think they're going to need to just run around every person in the league. Nobody can tackle them. So give me uh, Miami. They're going to score a million. And uh, listen, man, that's some exciting football going on down there. If they can keep a quarterback upright, I mean, they, they have went through a slew of quarterbacks. You're going to be calling right Fitzpatrick here pretty soon if they don't get this thing right. But uh, – I wonder if uh, Teron Hobbs Armstead's coming back this week. I'd be interested in that. Either way, Miami and the over mm. 30 by themselves. Mm. I hear you. All right, those are the picks. Let's recap real quick. Uh, the Yankees are playing the Astros now in the ALCS. Uh, that game one just started 0-0 in the, after one. The Padres look like they're going to tie the series up in the NLCS 1-1, uh, 8-5 in the top of the eighth right now. We've seen crazier things. Um, just real quick, I don't want to you know talk baseball too much. I don't really care about it, like I said on the last episode. Um, but World Series, who do we think? Who are y'all pulling for? That's my question. Like, who do you, out of these four people, who do you guys want to win? Maybe the Padres, I guess. The Padres. I don't really, I don't really want any of them to win. 
<laughs> yeah, honestly. I hate the Astros. They're cheaters. I hate the Yankees. They're the Yankees. I hate the Phillies because like, I've always hated the Phillies. So I have to cheer for the Padres. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think I think the World Series is going to be the Phillies and, and the Astros. Um, but I hope the Padres win it all. But I think uh, it's going to be Phillies Astros with the Astros winning. I think it's going to be Phillies-Yankees because the Yankees are going to hit a bunch of bombs out on these dudes and the Yanks are going to win the World Series. I think that's what's going to happen. See, I mean, just baseball is just is such like a – I wish the Braves and the Dodgers were playing for obvious reasons, but it just always felt like the ALCS this year was just going to be the Astros and the Yankees. So we played this game for nine months, played 162 games, played the playoffs, and then boom, here we are, right where we thought we were going to be. Uh, in the last few years, it's been the same exact way in the Astros every single time coming out on top. But I think this is the year the Yankees get by. I'm, I'm gonna get Yankees fills too. I'm gonna I'm gonna homer off and kill. If the Yankees can hit Verlander, it's gonna be a wrap. Basically, if they handle him tonight, it's gonna be tough for them to be able to battle back in the series. Um, and can I just say, as a side note, I know we've done all this rule changing nonsense in baseball. And they just in, agreed to a new CBA. Baseball, please, 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 if you can. Make the wild card game one game because giving us a week off and the Dodgers, who were arguably one of the best teams we've ever seen in baseball, a week off, it completely killed the mojo that we had to go in at the end of the year. And it completely shows like the Phillies are the hottest team in baseball. You let them keep playing, they're going to run through everybody. That's why I think they're going to make the World Series. Um, I know both of the teams in the AL got bye weeks or whatever, but. I really just feel like in the NL, those teams, if the Dodgers and the Braves would have been playing after at two days into the postseason, we'd be completely taught, having a completely different conversation. Probably would have bought tickets for the Saturday already. And uh, But here we are. And I, I think America would agree that they would much rather see Braves-Dodgers than Phillies-Padres right now. There ain't no doubt, bro. No doubt. No doubt. Um, all right, in the NBA, the NBA started last night. Their the season's in full fledged right now. Who is winning the NBA championship? Hmm. I don't fucking know. The Atlanta Hawks. All right. Good. Did John Trey? I. Wes oh. Ride. I think the Nets are the most talented team, but that don't always happen like the way it should be. It's all about who stays healthy, man. Denver's got a really good team. The Nets got a really good team. The Clippers got a really good team. The Warriors are back. Also, Draymond Green for literally not getting the bag. Shout out James Harden for having two major cross-ups last night and breaking on both of them. The Atlanta Hawks. I picked them last year. I'll pick them again. I mean, they're up by eight right now in the first quarter. I mean, looking good. I think DeJounte and Trey are going to be lethal, bro. I really think that one-two is going to be – is the best backcourt in basketball. I mean, it is. It's better than Stephen Clay right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, by the way, the Pelicans are beating the Nets 32-14 after one quarter. Ooh. Really, it's a long season, pal. I mean, See, fuck that Nets shit. Fuck that Nets shit. We've been talking about them for too long – it ain't gonna happen. Ben Simmons, their point guard. Uh, uh-uh, fuck out of here. It ain't gonna be the Nets. Hmm. It ain't gonna be the damn Lakers either. I mean, Jesus Christ, they did uh, not look good. No, I mean, they are just 10, 10 for forty from three last night. Ten for forty. I love it. Yeah, somebody tell them to stop shooting. 
Also, a uh, side note here, folks. Shout out to uh, Jermaine Burton. I don't know if y'all see what the hell went on with him today, but he did the thing apparently in in Knoxville. Yeah, I saw the video. Jermaine Burton sucks. How hard did he hit that girl though? Because I mean, it kind of looked like he just shoved her. I mean, mm. enough for him to make a white girl turn around and say, "Oh my gosh!" I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think I'm team. Uh, I, I'm on Jermaine Burton. Obviously, obviously, no. Jake, it's 2022. Be careful, pal. Get a job. No, dude. dude. All I'm saying is, yeah, I understand that he's like a big guy and she's a girl. Like, he probably shouldn't put his hands on her. But at the same time, she's storming. She's she's storming the field. He just lost. There's 100,000 people that are storming the field. Uh, I'm team Jermaine Burton. I think he's in the right. Back it up. I think. I think, I think if I was Jermaine Burton and I just lost a heartbreaker to Tennessee and everyone's running on the field, some girl, I mean, she probably said some shit. I mean, who's the thing? She just runs right by. She didn't say, yeah, suck it, Bama, or some gay ass shit like that. You should probably cut that part. Yeah, um, but, <laughs> I mean, but like. Um, Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I all think, right. I think, I think Not a good take. Not a good, Not take. A good take at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a deep shot. All right. Episode 104. Really got rocky there. 